When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Playlist Podcast. I'm Charles Barfield, Managing Editor of The Playlist. And joining me for this episode, as always, is Mike D'Angelo and Brian Farver. Okay, guys, I just have one question for you. (laughs) Why did you do this to me? (laughs) Because I had to, man. (laughs) It was just sitting there and I knew you would hate it. And I needed needed it. It made you furious. It did. So just so you guys know, uh, we had so much fun last Halloween ranking the Halloween movies that we thought we would, you know, it was time to do another franchise ranking. And Mike had the brilliant idea of forcing Charles to watch Fast and Furious. Um, So that's what we're doing. We're ranking the Fast and Furious movies this episode. It's not fun for me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I did not enjoy this. My wife almost divorced me. Um, (laughs) you guys, it's ironic in this movie about, or this franchise about family that you've almost ruined my family, but yes, yes. Here we go. She watched them all with you and was just like, no, that's the thing is she refused. (laughs) She did. And was angry at me (laughs) because I was like, I can't spend time with you. I have to watch the fate of the furious. She gets no points from me then. If I (laughs) sit through it with you and, and learn all that is the fast and the furious. She did sit through a little bit of furious seven and laughed incessantly throughout. Um, Laughed. Oh, Oh, Brian, we're going to have a we're going to have a long discussion, man, if you don't think that there are funny moments in this. Well, Um, okay, Yeah. Yeah. Continue. So. So, yeah, let's let's get to this. Uh, We're going to talk about every single Fast and Furious movie up until Fast X, because as of this recording, none of us have seen this, uh, the newest one. Um, So we're just going to talk about the nine that we've seen. The nine, not Hobbs and Shaw. I I don't um, understand why you're being this way. Why why you're being this way? A, it's not a a true Fast and Furious movie. It is in the Fast Saga, but it's not Vin Diesel's Fast Saga. And I'm a, if not anything, I am a Vin Diesel stan, and I support everything he does. <laughs> okay. okay. So uh, I want to keep it pure and not tainted by The Rock. Um. So no, that but seriously, very white supremacy. <laughs> no but seriously um the reason is i just couldn't bring myself to watch it again um i love that movie oh, I, do too. I saw it at a screening with you mike i think we're and yeah oh god um anyway so we're gonna talk about fast and furious films starting with the first one up into f9 we're actually going to do it similar to what we did with the halloween episode where we have all um individually rank the movies and then we're going to discuss them in our combined ranking so we'll start with the the one that we think is the worst go to the one that we think as a group is the best as with that other episode uh brian farver is here to throw a wrench in the discussion so look forward to that (laughs) 
Um, why, why else would I be here? <laughs> uh, obviously, obviously, we're going to talk about spoilers for this franchise. So if you haven't seen any of them, uh, don't listen or yes. listen anyway, because the spoilers don't matter because you're spoilers not here for the do plot. do not matter. No. For this franchise. <laughs> not even slightly. <laughs> um, even if we're saying a character has died in a movie, there's no guarantees they're not actually. Of course. Later. Right. <laughs> So uh, before we get to that, though, I want to tell you the Playlist Podcast is part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes The Fourth Wall, The Discourse, Bingeworthy, Deep Focus, and my baby, the newest podcast, The Mayans Podcast called Templo Talk, where we talk about yeah. FX's Mayans MC because it's a great show and everybody yeah. should watch it. Uh, and yeah, but you can find any of these podcasts wherever you find podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, everywhere. Um, okay, also boys. Yellow stoners. <laughs> oh yeah yellowstoners oh, yeah. which is never coming back because kevin costner right <laughs> oh sure yeah there's no you know wealth of material that's still going because of it yes i would actually if if we want to talk about the business of yellowstone i'd be fascinated oh, to talk about that for stuff. an hour yeah. but anyway regardless let's let's get to the task at hand let's talk about fast and furious so like i said we rank them uh, individually, which will reveal our individual rankings, but I combine them point-based system, rank them based on uh, the one uh, that we rank the highest versus the ones we rank the lowest combined. Yeah, so, so no one's happy in the end. No. That's true. <laughs> so to start things off, we're going to start with a bummer, which uh, I'll, I'll let Mike guess this one. What do you think is the worst movie as voted by the three of us? Uh, too Fast, Too Furious. You are correct. Yeah. Five points. Uh, one point from me and Mike and three points from Brian, because he thinks there are two other Fast and Furious movies worse than Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time on this movie. Uh, here are my general thoughts on this movie. It doesn't have Vin Diesel, which sucks. And uh, it adds Tyrese to the to the franchise, which sucks. And um, and as we'll discuss later, Paul Walker has charisma like cardboard. So um, he does nothing for me. Kind of end of story. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm a little more lenient on, on the franchise as a whole, obviously. But uh, yeah, I Paul Walker doesn't work without, you know, certain things to bounce off of. Uh, Tyrese is annoying as hell. I think he's the worst character in the whole franchise. By, by, uh, a, by a country mile. Yeah, he's always one note and just like the jokey clown and I, I don't love him, but, you know, I'm, I'm willing to accept him within the smorgasbord that is these these movies. Brian, but yeah, too fast, too furious. Not not great. Brian, tell me why it's not the worst movie. You don't have to tell me what you ranked lower, but why is this one not the worst? I mean, it, it is still not great, but I'm trying to think here. I remember I was working at a movie theater at the time, so I saw uh, bits and pieces of this. And obviously I knew that, OK, this is the sequel to to the first one. And, um, I don't know. I mean, it's what you, you, your, your comment about Paul Walker, like now that I can go back and look at all of these films, I actually feel like everybody, I, I Tyrese to an extent, <laughs> I, I don't know where that extent, uh, stops, but, uh, I feel like everybody in these films is committing so hard. And <laughs> so, and it hadn't quite kicked in. Like it felt like the engine, if I may use a car, uh, there will be puns. Yeah. There yes. will be many. Um, if I, it, it, it was kind of picking up some, some steam at this point, but 
Um, even so, I love I you talking about see... cars picking up steam as if we're talking about this like steam, steam engines. Old timey, yeah. Okay, old revolution. guy Farver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're talking NOS, bro. Yes, you know. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's to me, this is a perfect 2003 action car film. I mean, yeah. it, it really is a product of its time period. And I think that's why I, I like kind of almost view it like it's weird to be nostalgic about these movies. It's really strange. It's but... the Mission Impossible 2 of the franchise. <laughs> That's, it yes, really that, is. It yeah. really is. It's got a couple of things I really do like, and I actually really like Paul Walker in this one. I don't know. And I, I like him all throughout, so that's the thing. Like I, okay. that, that I think, I is think he works it. as the character for the most yes, part. Yes, for the most part, yes. Okay, fair enough. That's Those are our thoughts on Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, it's completely forgettable. Um, it's the a only... studio not understanding why the first one was successful right. and, and the star not wanting to come back. I was about to say, and Vin Diesel refusing to come back, which is yeah. so ironic given the fact that he will not let this franchise die. Yeah. yeah. You um, can tell a lot of what Tyrese is doing is a Vin Diesel replacement and not which is like so his silly. own character. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, Mike, I'm going to come back to you. We're, we're moving yeah. to the second worst. Um, what do you think it is? Uh, for me, it's Tokyo Drift, I think. Um, You're absolutely right. It is Tokyo Drift. Nice. Now, here's what's interesting about Tokyo Drift. I rank this number four. Oh. Mike ranked this number eight. <laughs> yeah. Brian ranked this dead last. Yeah. So you guys are bringing it down. So I want to start with why I like Tokyo Drift. And I'll <laughs> say this much. A, Christopher Nolan's on my side, so fuck y'all. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad movie. I'd, and, I would and, watch any of these movies multiple times. <laughs> and B, uh, it doesn't have Vin Diesel, which was a bad thing when Paul it Walker's does. there. Well, okay, let me no. we'll get to it. But it is a, it's like a, a side quest. And yes. it is so weird that it exists. And it's so weird that elements, like major elements of this movie become major elements of the franchise moving forward. But also... Uh, it's just, it's kind of fun and forgettable and just not as annoying as the other ones. Um, which I, I find, I find this franchise was, we'll get to later, uh, very annoying, um, yeah. and very bad. <laughs> and this one, because it doesn't have Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, I find the, uh, the exclusion of both of them works in the benefit of this movie because you can't have one without the other. And, yeah. um, and so just removing both of them works. Um, plus, you know, who doesn't like Tokyo? Tokyo's great. I love the the yeah, the basically they're they're taking the first one and dropping it in Japan mm -hmm. um and, and doing like the drift scene or whatever. But it, it feels like a straight to DVD sequel is <laughs> is my problem with it. At the time it like kind of was much. viewed that way. Right, yeah, it like it wasn't released only on DVD. Yeah, right? yeah, it wasn't. It was a theatrical release, but it was clearly like Vin Diesel was was kind of done with this franchise. Paul Walker, after the Too Fast Too Furious didn't do as hot as he wanted, was kind of done with it, and it just was like a last ditch effort. Like, right, let's let's just and see a if lot we can of those keep it straight going. to DVC, DVD sequels at the time would just take the first movie's plot and drop it in a different situation. And that's true. Again. And that's why I was just like, oh, this is kind of a, a rehash. And I hate Lucas Black. Like, he is terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Terrible. <laughs> Doesn't know what he's doing so, at all. Yeah, he's another big notch where I'm just like, oh, no. Let's see. 
I kind of have a soft spot for Lucas Black. Um, he uh, his little country bumpkin. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy it. I I think it's so ridiculous that it kind of works for me. Um, so yeah, I I enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's memorable for for Sung Kang. You know. Yeah jumping into the franchise and just the impact that it has on the franchise because of how it affects the timeline. Oh yeah. Is the we'll, reason we'll, I love it. We'll, we'll get to that. Cause uh, I think uh, in our, in our uh, text chat about, you know, as I'm rewatching this, you had said, you want me to try to explain the timeline and we'll get to it. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, we're kind of breezing through these because, uh, I feel like these are kind of inconsequential. These these uh, three at the bottom. Sure. Actually, I lie. Because uh, this one it might be a shock for a lot of people. Uh, Mike, what do you think is number seven? Uh, Fast and Furious. No. No. Mm. Uh, Fate of the Furious. Okay. I know a lot of people didn't <laughs> like that one. So I get it. here's what I'll say about Fate of the Furious. This was my first time watching it uh, was two nights ago. And I had seen by this point, I had watched five, six and seven in uh, quick succession and I'm watching fate of the furious and it loses all the uh, frenetic craziness of furious seven and all of the uh, kind of silly action of F five or I'm sorry, furious six and fast five. And it's just kind of like, it's like they were trying to do something dramatic and trying to do something like, like super meaningful. And it just completely falls flat for me. Oh, I, I love it because it's a mess. Like it's, it's one of those where you're trying to do this dark story with Dom, which I find it so hilarious when he turns that he just refuses to talk to. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the team, the family. And <laughs> yeah. like there are moments where he's like completely capable of explaining the situation or at least just like giving them something so they understand. And he just doesn't say a thing. Um, and, so, f- oh man, I fucking for F, F, uh, I'm sorry, Fast Five through F9, I took extensive notes because um, <laughs> these were first time viewings for me. Yeah. Um, and it's also where the series changes into what it kind of becomes very yeah, much yeah the snowball starts to to really snowball and uh oh, before i get to a couple of my notes uh brian what were your thoughts because you ranked this one uh pretty low as well i think didn't you yeah i did and um i'm trying to think here i for, i actually really quick I'll, I'll send it back to you guys do you guys like Charlize theron in this movie here's what i'll say general? about Charlize. she uh she knows the assignment she understands mm-hmm. the assignment yeah. Um, and she probably made a lot of money. <laughs> Which is why she keeps coming back. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's the best answer. I, I think she's having a great time. Yeah. I, I actually do th- think so too. Um, it, it, this was one where, um, yeah, you're right. I, I, I thought it was terribly unnecessary. I, I really like the director a lot. Um, Gary Gray. Yeah. Um, so my expectations were not high, but also, I guess, maybe more curious with this one. Um, but again, just going into it, I, I just didn't think like there's there's a, a need for this at all. And I think that kind of tainted things a little bit. Uh, that said, it, it, Charlize included, I think everybody is doing an awesome job. 
um everybody even Tyrese like I thought the whole cast is just like completely killing it um wow. okay also, but is that the airplane said, is the airplane in the air the entire movie <laughs> is how did <laughs> like how they, long they, yeah there's no the there's no the have, have been know. there <laughs> so oh there's so many good questions my my yeah. issues with this movie is it it's in a weird spot uh, you mentioned f gary gray it's in a weird spot because from tokyo drift up th- up through the sixth movie so that's one two that's four movies yeah um were directed by justin lynn and he yeah. definitely set the tone especially after fast five and furious six this is what these movies look like totally and then we'll get to furious seven with uh whatever what's his name james wan oh whatever he was doing but the movie the the franchise takes this like left turn with james wan the f gary gray had an opportunity to do something really wild with it and and he just made an action movie it was kind of a bummer as far as the direction goes but i, I think honestly really quick that is i i could not agree with you more that is yeah. one of my biggest problems there yeah well that and there's a big a big hole where paul walker stood where they tried to even bring in like clint eastwood's kid and they're yeah. like you're you're the oh, brian dude. now and everyone's I, just like nope no in my no, notes nope. in my notes i have just <laughs> four words scott eastwood is bad He's terrible. He's terrible in this movie. He's the worst of them, yes. And what's really bad is Tyrese is always... (laughs) And Tyrese Tyrese is always trying to make jokes at his expense. But Mm. because you hate Scott Eastwood, the jokes don't even really work. You're like, it's not even funny. All right. So you got to give the the Jason Statham airplane scene with the baby. Okay. Pure masterpiece. Let me read some of my (sighs) comments here. Okay. Okay. What person is so badass and cool and scary that Dom's team doesn't stand a chance against him? Dom, of course, the height of narcissism. (laughs) (laughs) There's a moment when Dom is told that nobody else could possibly take down his team except for him. And you're like, ew, I could just feel Vin Diesel writing that being like, fuck yeah. And it just it (laughs) annoyed me to no end. Um, See, these reasons, all the reasons you list off that you're annoyed and you hate it are the reasons where I go, yes, more, more. <laughs> well, here's, I'll just get this out of the way. I have a hard time separating the art from the artist. So I have a very difficult, even better. The I have a very difficult time watching this and not being annoyed at Vin Diesel. It's great. You so, know, the, the egos are clashing left and right, and it just makes it even more fascinating. Right. That, and th- I'm, I'm kind of more on Mike's side with that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll get more into that later. But uh, yeah. here's another thing. I put the God's eye magically is not going to work. Um, oh, it only works when they need it to work. Yeah. That yeah. is, that's a thing that happens throughout the rest of the series. They created this magical item, which lets you track anybody within five seconds on the planet. And they and the whole point is to capture this, and then they just start using it throughout the series only when it's convenient, and then it magically doesn't work when it's not convenient. Look, if you're going to start arguing logic in this franchise, we're going to be here all fucking day, man. I know. And then here's <laughs> another thing that I put. Uh, this is a running theme in all the movies. Tyrese immediately sexually harassing a woman when she Every gets on screen. Single one. Every, Every single woman. <laughs> Uh, and Charlize Theron, uh, it's not just this movie, too. In F9, she also gets sexually harassed. Um, yeah. Not by Tyrese, though, by another character. She she is beautiful. We get it, Tyrese. You don't have to want to bang every woman in these movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what yeah. he wants to do. Every movie, every movie, there's a new woman and a new woman that he's like, oh, I want to bang her. And you're like, oh, gross. Yeah. 
it's, and then, it's single-handedly keeping that 80s action movie machismo and like toxicity that is like, a leftover alive. from that, yes it is yep. just like we are going to die on this hill and it's kind of fascinating because but it's not funny yeah. that's the not other thing usually sometimes it's, it's so ridiculous that you're like wow this is fascinating yeah. <laughs> and then let's talk about self-driving cars <laughs> <laughs> just because your car has an electric radio and an infotainment system does not mean that it can be fully autonomous just roll with it bro <laughs> well Look, okay. okay i was I, I, I was immediately annoyed by that but then there is a point where uh charlize theron after like the cars all wreck into because she's trying to stop dom the cars all wreck into him and she goes oh they're still under warranty that's a quote <laughs> and it made me want to like like throw my TV out the window because this woman who's a super genius doesn't know the difference between insurance and warranties <laughs> and not to get all nerdy, but a warranty does not cover car wrecks. You can't go to your dealer with a wrecked car and say, fix it. Cause it's under warranty. So annoying. Oh my God. Okay. That, so there that... is a moment. <laughs> all right. There's a classic story. I'm going to switch franchises here to star Wars where Mark Hamill and Hans, uh, uh, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, they're all shooting on the first movie. They get out of the trash compactor scene and uh, Mark Hamill's like, wait, shouldn't we have dirt and gunk all over us because we just got out of the trash compactor? And Harrison Ford goes, it's not that kind of movie, kid. Um, <laughs> and you got to understand, Mate. this ain't that kind of movie, man. Yeah. You're, Here's you're my not thing, watching though. it for that. By the, that by that the kind of stuff makes it better. But by that point, I had already I had also have a note here that said this is actually boring. And <laughs> I think that's the cardinal sin Ooh. of this movie is it Ooh. gets boring. And then by the time the self-driving cars, I've already checked out and I'm just like, this is stupid. Things um, got I, too fast and too furious for you. Yeah. And so then uh, there's just one there's an action scene where Vin takes it one step too far for me, um, where he goes from. Arnold Schwarzenegger strong, which he isn't anyway, but he wants to be to <laughs> suddenly he's Superman. Mm -hmm. And in this yeah. movie, he shoulder bumps an entire door off of a car, <laughs> which is so ludicrous that I laughed. I'm like, did he just like shoulder bump an entire door off that's, the hinges? That's I, I smile at that. <laughs> man, that is the franchise. It's so over the top. Okay. Uh, well, and that's why it's lovable. You know? Right. Well, Either way, Fate Isn't of the this Furious. the one where where Statham and The Rock are in prison next to each other? Or is that F9? I'm That's, uh, is that this one? I thought that was this one. Yeah. But, oh, oh, let's just end real quickly. Let's talk about that Statham on a plane thing. Oh, yes. So Statham goes on the plane and he needs to save the baby. Because um, the whole point of this movie is Dom is willing to basically kill his friends because he finds out he has a, an illegitimate son. Um. <laughs> <laughs> with you know if there's one mvp of this franchise it's uh elena, elena. she gets okay the, she gets shit on left right oh, and center she's an afterthought in every single movie i, I know, know going on board. well she she sits there and she tries her damnedest to like she's got like a mission in fast five and then she's relegated to side piece to vin diesel so quickly they fall in love after fast five and by the time he finds out letty's alive she basically she literally <laughs> says Oh, I'm gonna leave because yeah. obviously <laughs> I see myself. <laughs> yeah. 
she's she's like pregnant and she's like oh i can't it's okay okay dom you go have your love i'm gonna go live on this airplane until you you know find me (laughs) anyway so jason statham's gotta uh save a kid in a fucking car seat as he's like jumping around and shooting people and doing kung fu because that's all what an amazing scene man that is such a fun scene it It is is a little fun because he's like because then at the end he's like did you do you smell bad oh it's him and you're like oh (laughs) the guy shit his pants that's the joke um that's kind of funny so i will give that that was a fun scene but you know other than that i was you know whatever oh and then uh the logic part of it we we cut to we assume jason statham's able to land the plane and uh i guess it's like a couple days later then jason statham delivers the kid like why isn't vin diesel like on there like i'm gonna pick him up i'll be at the airport no he waits he makes sure that jason statham has him for a couple days yet again i say mm-hmm. it ain't that kind of i know movie. i know yeah. all right let's <laughs> let's move on because this next one i think we're gonna get through fairly quickly which is uh fast and furious yeah, yeah. Um, the fourth movie, which is in this weird spot where it's not Tokyo Drift, but it's not Fast Five. It's got kind of everybody in it. Not everybody. Um, that's the next one. But it's got uh, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. They're not really doing the same thing together, though. They kind of have, like separate plots. It, it's a weird one, right? Yeah, it's pre-rock. It's pre-Statham. It's it's like they haven't figured out the magic of it yet. Right. And they're they're kind of spinning their wheels when it comes to what do we do with this tired kind of franchise that we have. And they haven't figured out that, oh, we just kind of embrace the ridiculousness and go full on Ocean's Eleven, which is Fast Five. Yeah. Brian, do you have any quick thoughts on Fast and Furious? Well, I was saying before that this was my introduction to the franchise. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the reason was I obviously I knew that these movies were out. I'd seen bits and pieces of them uh, before, but this is the first one I saw from start to finish. And yeah, it was a very strange experience. Um, I, that's the best way to describe it. I, I, but that said, I mean, now that I can look back on it, I kind of feel like this is when the the you know Fast and the Furious that we know now really started to to take shape. And those two, the the first two uh you know not stumbling blocks but the first one which you know could have been easily this very throwaway early 2000s car movie and then the second one which you know is okay well we got a sequel now and for some reason and okay now we've got this weird spin-off and you know what let's let's see what else we can do here and that's with and fast and furious i don't know i i weirdly enjoyed it then even though i was you know a little baffled and rewatching it again, uh, not too terribly long ago. It, it's, it's, it's all right. I, I will say, I think this is uh Paul Walker doing a great job. He, I, I think he's great. It's perfectly fine. Here's what I'll say. Uh, the reason why it's ranked number six is because Mike and I put it both at number seven and Brian put it at three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really kind of all you need to know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Brian. So sure. moving on, number five, we're halfway through. And uh, this is a movie that I think we all are generally in agreement. It's kind of middle of the road, which is F9, the most recent. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess here I'll consult my trusty notes. Um, F9, I put... Uh... <laughs> 
This is Dom's back. I, I just I just know that Mike's gonna tell me uh, it's not that type of movie, kid. Um, <laughs> I am a dad. I have a, a a toddler daughter. We are all dads. The three of us are dads. Mm-hmm. There's a scene at the very beginning where they're on a uh, on F9. There, uh, Dom now has his kid, and uh, the kid's probably like four or five. And Letty and him are living on a farm out in the middle of nowhere, and a car drives up. And we don't know who's in the car. And immediately Dom grabs a shotgun mm-hmm. and tells his kid to go hide in a box. And all I could think about was they've planned this so many times and made their kid go through so many of these instances where he has to hide in a box that there's some serious trauma that this kid's going to have to unpack for decades to come. They made it a game for him, man. I know. You know. <laughs> Anytime somebody comes to visit the house, he's like, oh shit, I need to go hide in the box. Get in the box. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's wonderful. And uh, F9 is obviously the one where uh, the basic premise is uh, after Fate of the Furious, Dom is now wanting to be a dad because he saw um, Brian and Mia go off and be parents. And he wants that for himself, but he's too damn cool to be a dad. <sighs> And he's got to fight bad guys. That's just what he does. And Letty basically says, I'm not going to be a mom. So fuck you. I'm going to go fight bad guys. And Vin Diesel's like, okay, here, I'll drop my kid off. I'll go fight bad guys too. You assume he drops the kid off, but they never say what happened to the kid. They do. They do. Do they? Yes, they do. And here is, okay. Uh, (laughs) They explain it later. Let me get my note because I wrote this down. Mia, okay. So uh, let's cut a, cut a little further ahead here. We find out that John Cena is um, Vin's brother, um, which we never knew he had a brother, by the way. Really quick, love John Cena in this love movie. It. I, I, love oh, it. God, love he's it. great. Mm-hmm. And, and John Cena's motivation for wanting to uh, take over the world and murder his brother is because he's not quite as strong as Vin Diesel. Um, it, it's such a great character motivation. And... Uh. Uh, it only is. Vin Diesel could come up with a plot where it's like, my brother is so jealous of me that he wants to murder me. Um, and this guy with biceps as big as everybody's like whole bodies, yeah, is, yes, is not as strong as not Vin as Diesel. cool or as strong as me. Let's let's. Uh, I'm gonna back up. I, I will get to my original point about the babysitting, but uh, the flashbacks made me laugh so 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 much yeah. because. The guy who plays Vin Diesel, I don't know any of these actors' names, I'm sorry, except for J.D. Pardo, uh, who's my favorite, who plays <laughs> Jack Toretto. Um, but uh, the kid who plays Vin Diesel is like seven feet tall and jacked, and yeah. I'm guessing they're supposed to be like teenagers. Yeah. And uh, the guy they're who plays- They're already well into their- They're probably 30 at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the, the guy who <laughs> yeah. plays Jacob is maybe 12 years old, super he's, small. No, he's from Peaky Blinders. Well, whatever, but I'm just saying that oh, the height too. difference, the height difference is substantial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you know in real life, you know that Vin Diesel is a, I wouldn't say a petite man, but he's on the smaller side. Mm-hmm. And John Cena is not a petite man. So no. the idea that Vin well, Diesel. John Cena is pretty short too. He's not a super tall dude. He's like six foot. Is he? Yeah. Vin Diesel is not. Vin Diesel is no. like 5'8". He's Captain Applebox. John sure. Cena? What? Anyway, regardless, the fact that Vin Diesel is so narcissistic that he had to make sure that his uh, childhood self was ripped and like super tall and that John Cena's childhood self was small is so hilarious to me. Six one. Wow. Weird. Boom. Told you. 
work out this. Okay, fast forward. Uh, Vin's going off to fight Jacob. And because this is family and, uh, you know, Mia has to show up. But Mia doesn't bring Brian. Why? Because Paul Walker's dead. But in the story, it's because Brian's staying back to be the babysitter. They said that. They said that all the kids are safe with Brian. <laughs> okay. Why? Yeah. Why? Because Brian. Because 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 Paul Walker's dead. That's yes, no, he, because he answered the question. <laughs> yeah. What so do you, Mia, what more do you need, bro? So so fucking Vin Diesel calls up me and Brian and says, "Hey, can you take my kid?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure. What are you well, doing?" He doesn't trust Mia with them because she always is in trouble. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's true. So he's like, "Hey, can you take my kid?" They're like, "Yeah, sure. What's going on?" Uh, Jacob's back. He's taking over the world. Uh, I'm gonna need help on this one, Mia. Can you come along, Brian? You well, stay at home. Well, she just kind of shoves herself into it because her brother is is a part of the story. Whatever. Hey, man. Brian, Can't... the babysitter. R.I.P. <laughs> Paul Walker. You deserve better. <laughs> what do you expect? Just they should have killed him. We'll get to the ending of F7, but okay. Can we agree uh, though? This movie is another consistently great performance from Michelle Rodriguez. I thought you were about to say kid... Paul Walker. <laughs> no. <laughs> all throughout this is and i i may save this for the end but like the mvp of these movies is michelle rodriguez no she's the not. fact 100%. that she's able to like power through all these movies despite oh. having zero chemistry with vin diesel oh my god nothing. Um, nothing they're they're supposedly they have dated like at the very beginning of this franchise but you wouldn't know it man these no, people no. are you know to talk about f9 again they're like opposite attracting magnets like woof. Yes. they're just like oh my they, god like all they, they have just is met. the lift you know the lift where he, he lifts her up to his chest or whatever yeah and that's that's it that's all they got uh yeah it's it's unbelievable we'll talk about i think we should reserve our michelle rodriguez till furious six because that's when she comes back to life and oh the oh soap boy. opera yeah true um but yeah so <laughs> I don't I personally think she's kind of one note. I think everybody's just playing their character. Everybody's is, one note yeah. in this. Yeah. No one no note, but it's a really... great note. <laughs> Dom is deepened, but I don't know that he's ever really uh fleshed out. There's just there's just more <laughs> But do we want <laughs> that? Do we know want more to be about out? this ridiculous character? Uh I don't know. I don't Here's know. a here's a here's a couple of my notes. Um they're in the, the fucking jungle at the beginning. And I said, they're in the fucking jungle and he still has to drive a charger when everybody else is driving off-roading vehicles. Fucking Dom, what an idiot. Yeah. Same with Tyrese. He's got a neon orange car in the, he does. the Arctic or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he does. And then there's, uh, so there's a point where uh, Dom comes back to the group and he says, it's Jacob, my brother. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, who's Jacob? And he's like, it's my brother, my long lost brother. And they're like, wait, what? And he so my dad. <laughs> he didn't know that at that point. Mm. He has a flashback. Well, I don't know. It's he ridiculous. did know it. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, there's a moment where Tyrese says, let me get this straight. Dom's long lost brother is also a secret super spy expert driver. And uh, how did this come to be? And Ludacris says, well, he's a Toretto. Yeah, like, and that's what? all you need. That what? is all. What more do you want? <laughs> Dom was a local street racing thug in the first movie. <laughs> he wasn't James Bond. He wasn't on the path to be James Bond. He was a thief, a criminal. Again, even better. Even yeah. better, man. And we're supposed to believe that both. Oh, my God. Whatever, dude. Whatever. 
Um, oh, <laughs> I also, I, I said in my notes, I said, Vin can't even make Dom have a messy past. So Jacob hates Dom because reasons because Dom yeah. stopped Jacob from going to jail because Dom is better than everything than Jacob. Like, come on, Vin, you got to give Dom a couple of flaws, bro. No, he, he is flawless. He is the protector of the family. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but this is something, and I don't want to get too far deep into this because it's, it's kind of ridiculous and whatever, but uh, Vin Diesel has, is very publicly said that he has uh, mixed heritage mm. and he doesn't huh. say whether he's, you know, you know, part black, part uh, Latino, part whatever. It's just that his mom is white and he doesn't know who his dad is. So throughout John the series Cena being his brother, well, no, throughout the series, he's clearly trying to paint the picture that he is of Latino descent. Uh, J.D. Pardo is his dad. Um, mm -hmm. His kid is obviously brown. It's uh, and then in the upcoming movie, uh, his mother is is there and she's obviously not white. And they introduce Jacob, who is about the whitest guy in the world, right? <laughs> yeah, he got the white half. <laughs> and there's a line. <laughs> That yep, Charlize yep. Theron says, where she goes, the Toretto's have a mixed bloodline, but I never realized you had Nordic in you. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, so <laughs> Mike is here telling me that this isn't that kind of movie, kid. It but isn't. It's it making is it that kind of movie though. because even they know it's ridiculous and they have to try to explain it away. Yeah, this is this is the point. I'd say where where was it? Maybe F7, F8, where they realized how dumb they were and they just yeah. leaned into it. And they lean into it more and more each time. And I think th this one's very self-aware. And yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. The, the way they're punching through floors and walls and, you know, a guy stands up and is hit in, in the back of the head with a complete, uh, like, highway sign going at whatever, <laughs> yeah. 65 miles an hour, and doesn't just even shrugs get pulled it over. He just shrugs it off. You're just like, this is action. And <laughs> I love it. Okay, uh, let's move on, because we're running. I, I'm going to keep this under four hours. I joked with Mike before we recorded <laughs> that if I had my way, this would be a four-hour discussion, because I've got lots of thoughts. <laughs> um, I will say this about the end of uh, 7, 8, and 9. We'll get more into the ending of 7 in a minute, but mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel, we it's well established that he loved Paul Walker, and part of the reason they've they've jumped on this whole family bandwagon is because Paul Walker died, and they just wanted to push that they were like a family in real life. And he blurs the lines between fiction and reality in F in Furious Seven, but he continues to do it at the end of both Fate of the Furious and F Nine as a way to elicit, I think, this like emotion from the audience in an exploitative way. Mm. And well, in, in F7, yeah. it really worked. In F7, it worked. That's the thing. That movie made a billion dollars and it worked. Mm -hmm. F8, the end of it, he's like, conveniently, because <laughs> Elena, again, MVP, what a star, says, I gave the kid a middle name, but I thought his dad should give him a first name. Who says that, by the way? Right. Um, And <laughs> all of that, from the moment she said that, I was like, oh, his name's Brian. Duh. So for a year, he's been... He's been Unnamed. blank. Yeah, his birth certificate actually has X's there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so obviously at the end he goes, I want you to meet Brian. And they're all like, oh. <laughs> and you're just like, ew, no. And then at the end of F9. Everyone nods. So they're like, yep, he's he's still alive. He's yeah. definitely alive. 
so yeah because that's what you do you name a kid after your uh after his uncle who's definitely still alive um and then at the end of f9 they're having the barbecue because that's what they do after these adventures they all have barbecues and um everybody's like there's an empty seat here and i thought oh okay well empty seat you know brian's off babysitting what have you yeah and and mia says oh no he's on his way and you see a fucking skyline like zoom in yep. and you're like oh they will well, not let this go they well the the thing is they didn't want to kill him in se- in seven to like honor his memory and then they were I'm just totally stuck fine with that choice um but they could have just let it go they could have written them off movies have written mm-hmm. off characters all the time yeah but that's brian from fast and the furious he's one of the main characters he <laughs> yeah, was the okay. main character for a while uh so yeah i don't know i i kind of enjoy that he's still around in this universe and that they're still trying to make up reasons that he's alive and it but can't go more. on screen exactly can't but Ugh. they are incorporating him aren't they in these upcoming movies we'll see we'll see god help you because i'll 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 we'll get to we're gonna get to fury seven in a bit ai uh, will, brian ai brian no. is rough yeah. <laughs> um so uh let's move on real quick f9 just middle of the road totally whatever uh didn't do much for me um i think personally the the franchise is on a downward trajectory but what have you i just enjoy more of it yeah. Uh, number four is OG Fast and Furious, the Fast and Furious, the Fast mm. and the Furious. Yeah. Um, and here's all I'll say about that. I ranked this number three, which was shocking for me because coming <laughs> into it, I absolutely despised this movie because it is a just shameless ripoff of one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Point Break. Point Break, baby. It really is. And yeah. it is a beat for beat ripoff and it pisses me the fuck off but somehow <laughs> somehow there are uh what six other movies that i think are worse yeah so okay i rank this number three uh it became our number four but any any quick thoughts other than it's a fast it's a point break ripoff well point break is a really solid movie and Catherine bigelow keanu Catherine reeves bigelow, yes. yep. fucking patrick swayze Come yes, on. and and Paul Walker is not Keanu Reeves, and Vin Diesel is not Patrick Swayze. Though he Catherine might try, Bigelow is is better than Rob Cohen. Uh, we get all that, but it still works. Like within all of it, they they tweak enough. They introduce this cars and girls and muscles and crime <laughs> kind of. There is a crime aspect in players. Point Break. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that makes it work, and I think it's still there, there's a reason it was a hit. You know, okay. the, the formula worked. Oh, it's and... a great formula for sure. Yeah. I just think that it's, you know, one of those things where I just wish people would watch Point Break. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. Point Break is a better movie. Yeah. Brian, do you have any thoughts on OG, The Fast and The Furious? It's, I mean, it's impossible for me to see this as anything but a very throwaway movie. I mean, obviously it's the beginning, but I just see it as, yeah, very like, yeah, the Point Break comparison. You see it as part four somehow? Wait, 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 Mike. Yeah. Guess where Brian ranked the Fast and the Furious? Uh, was it last? No, eighth. Wow. Tokyo Drift yeah. was last for him. Yeah. Wow. I just, it's, yeah, it's it just, I, I, again, another 2001 car film that could have very mm-hmm. easily had nothing to follow it. Um, Do you remember you the, that way? It's just forgettable. Yeah. Do you remember the dearth of fucking car movies we got after this? Oh, yes. so many biker boys with a Z. Oh, that was Ice Cube, right? 
I think so. There's a funny meme going around of Ice Cube and Biker Boys where maybe it was on how did this get made? I forget, but they were joking about how Ice Cube pulls out like a map while he's on a motorcycle going like 80 miles an hour, like a yeah. paper map to like, yeah, crazy. Anyway, wonderful. Um, And it, it's really quaint quick. in comparison to the rest of the franchise. It, it very much is. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a whole it's in a hip, different universe than and it and it wears the uh, nine and it wears the uh, the two thousand one oh, of it on its sleeve like it's totally so yeah. oh that's it's on and that's it's why hard I, not to see that yes I kind of love it because that's when I was like in high school so I have a a, a nostalgia for that kind of bullshit that I hated at the time but yet when I see it now I'm like oh yeah remember that. Yeah, it's a yeah. good time. Uh, so yeah, we'll just say it's a ripoff of Point Break. Whatever, it's not terrible. It's fine. Yeah, it works. Okay, uh, it's number four, number three, and so one, two, and three, I think, are where we get uh, to the point where these all kind of blend together. Ooh, um, can I say that hmm. the the first movie is just a tuna sandwich with no crust? How about that? <laughs> How about we say that? Oh boy, I'll accept that. <laughs> And even that, by the way, is kind of a ripoff of the whole, you know, I, I need two Utah, two. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. Uh, number three, we have Furious 7. And I think we yeah. need to spend a little bit of time on Furious 7 because this is the biggest earning uh, of the franchise money yeah. wise. And it was when Paul Walker died during production. Um, if for those that somehow don't know, and you're listening to this, he died in a car accident while speeding. Um, you can see why they don't want to kill him in a movie about cars speeding. Mm. Um, and it was super tragic. And this kind of put the franchise on a trajectory of honoring Paul Walker. Everything is for Paul. And um, so let's talk about this one, because this is also kind of the crescendo of a lot of things. This is after Fast Five and Furious Six were big, this movie got James Wan, who, let me just put this out there. Those who listen to this podcast know, not a huge fan of James Wan. And guess what? Not a huge fan of James Wan after this, even more so because I think he's a terrible filmmaker. Um, and his he brought a style to this movie that was jarring. Everybody is suddenly the the color tones are so warm and tan that like everybody looks like a like they're like been out in the sun for four weeks. And uh, then the edits are so quick and jarring and the camera is always moving around that I found it very disorienting. Well, the camera's moving around pretty much from five on. No, no, yeah. No, yeah. no. This whole series you watch just a conversation scene and it always has to be spinning around them. But Justin like, Lin, oh. Justin, Justin Lin is not a great filmmaker. I'll say that much no, too. He makes he every not. one of these movies look like NCIS. Um, <laughs> I couldn't help, but my mom, God rest her soul, huge fan of NCIS. I watched many hours of NCIS. Um, and the, these movies look like that where people just hang out in headquarters, joke about shit and go save the world. And that's Justin Lin's style. But James Wan has like fucking inverted camera movements and like the action is so quick cut, like a taken movie. It's crazy, man. I love some of the scenes in this movie, though. I, OK, I think the the building to building car jump scene. Okay. It's that's something is mm -hmm. outstanding. Uh, how about the fact that uh, 
Letty and Dom started a race car convention in the desert called Race Wars. <laughs> really? That was the best that's name? From, that's from part one, man. Race Wars? Yeah. Did I forget that somehow? Yeah, that's what that's the the like the little desert race thing that they had out there where the you know the little mousy kid lost his car and he comes. Well, I I, I remember the scene. I didn't realize it was called Race Wars. Yeah. Well, if you listen to Fox News, Race <laughs> Wars here, man. <laughs> um, how about uh, Iggy Azalea calling Letty the Ghost Girl? Hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is awesome in this movie. Mr. Nobody, Mr. which Nobody. is turns into his name. Yep. But in the, the movie itself, he's introduced as, oh, I'm not anybody. And they go, what? And he goes, yeah, I'm like a nobody. And they're like, Mr. Nobody, like a joke. <laughs> and then suddenly that's like his code name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. Uh, so much so that Scott Eastwood is little nobody. Yeah. Can I talk to you about my favorite part of this movie? And it's not like cars jumping into each other or doing something crazy. It is the rock busting getting out up of- from his hospital bed and saying, daddy's got to go to work and busting out of his cast. And like 20 minutes later, he's got a giant ass machine gun that oh, yeah. totaling through the, the streets. It's just so fucking amazing. Never mind the fact that he was also in a boot. Yeah, that is great. Yes. Doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> it's not that kind of movie, kid. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> So, uh, like, I gotta say, I know you hate The Rock, but he is the best character in these movies. His his dialogue is written as I don't, is, I can't even tell you. It's like is, a, from a different world. Yeah, his dialogue. He is the result of the path that Schwarzenegger and Stallone and Roadhouse and Point Break, all of it, like, led to this amalgamation of '80s action characters, like hyper macho on steroids and nos and all that and he's you nailed just, it yep oh he's he is all of it and i think he really understands the assignment like you were saying with charlie's but i think the rock understands it the most like he gets yeah. the franchise he's in so uh a couple quick quick notes on the fighting uh we have paul walker versus tony jaw who if you're a fan of action movies tony jaw is like a legend and the fact that paul walker can beat him in a fist fight is insulting to my intelligence <laughs> Then we have Ronda Rousey, who I forgot was part of this, (laughs) who perhaps the worst actress on the planet. She's bad. Yeah. And she fights Michelle Rodriguez. And it brought up a point because then Ronda Rousey's crew is all women. And I realized, oh, yeah, they only let Michelle Rodriguez fight women up until now. (laughs) Ridiculous. You're not wrong. And I also wrote that Tyrese is he's terrible. He's unfunny (laughs) as hell. And his jokes are cringy. And I can't even do it. Uh, okay, yeah. really quick though, he and and old Scott, they're they're not great, but they're trying. No, they're right? not. There's well, Tyrese mark. is trying. He's just a bad actor. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay, so I want to talk about the end of this because Furious yeah. Seven also introduces Statham, and Statham's great, by the way. Statham is perfect for this franchise. He like, really is. I forgot it took so long for him to come into it. Because mm-hmm. he just, you feel like he's always been there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's a pretty good, uh, pretty good actor in the sense that he he delivers the lines like The Rock, where they're so ridiculous but funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and his fighting is actually better than everybody else, so it works. Of course, it is. Yeah. Yes. But th- 
the end of this movie is in a garage and like a parking garage and uh they're on the top level and some like explosions happen and the integrity of the garage starts to come into question and there's a moment where he's facing off of vin diesel (laughs) and vin diesel stomps really hard on the ground (laughs) and collapses the entire garage yes I am standing up and cheering. Charles is crying into his <laughs> popcorn. As if that wasn't ridiculous enough, he dispatches of Jason Statham with a stomp on the ground. He then, this is he is, is Vin Dom, gets in his charger and he drives up a crumble like a ramp and has a bag full of grenades, as one does. And <laughs> deposits the bag of grenades perfectly on a helicopter in mid-flight and then like lands and of course the grenades are then yeah. shot by the rock and they explode and that the is world this is franchise in f9 wait 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 wait, wait we wait. forgot to mention we forgot to mention f9 where they drive off the cliff and catch oh, yeah. that wire yeah because he just knew it was gonna around. happen oh my god that, that is, is a, a chef's kiss of a of an action scene right there now let me get to the point of this he 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 does that whole grenade thing he lands and he's like dead dead and paul walker runs over everybody runs over giving him cpr he is not breathing michelle rodriguez tells him stop and paul walker's like okay i'll stop saving his life and she starts telling him i remember everything i love you so much i remember getting married and vin diesel comes back to life what dude just roll with it, my friend. These guys are immortal. They even talk about it in F9, where they're like, are we immortal? And the, the whole argument is, who gives a shit? Just roll with it, boy. Like, now I can give it a pass, yes. <laughs> I can, you, I can... you guys. Oh, my God. What? This is what's insultingly wrong? bad. That's what's fun about it. It's not. You, you got to embrace that stuff, man. You can you can be halfway logical. I'm not even asking. Why would you want half logic in this in this franchise? I don't know. All right, so let's, we're we're running out of time a bit. So I want to I want to move ahead to the very end of this movie, which because Paul Walker has uh, died during production, they ended up using his brother, um, who looks a lot like him, as a stunt double slash stand-in. Yes. And then they uh, used CGI to CGI Paul Walker's face on top of this guy's face, and. Every moment that it happens, it is completely noticeable and took me out of this movie. It yeah, is they hadn't pretty, figured it out yeah, yet. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then at the end, um, they're very clearly, uh, they're on a beach and they're very clearly trying to block Brian's face because it's his, you know, Paul Walker's brother and Paul Walker's dead. And they're trying to explain why Paul Walker's just no longer going to be part of this franchise. And they say it's because he's going to have two kids with Mia and they're playing on the beach. It's very sweet. And, uh, Vin just decides to leave. <laughs> Aren't Not you going to say goodbye? It's never goodbye. It's never goodbye. <laughs> and he gets in his car and he drives off. And apparently Brian saw this, was so hurt by it, that he gets in his car and zooms down the road and is like, well, you're not even going to say bye? And then they One just smile race, at bro. each other. Oh, my God. It's it's whatever. It's a very sweet it's moment. <laughs> it's in my head right now, yes. Oh. <laughs> It's Perfect. it's uh it, it's a good send off for Paul Walker. They do show like the whole scenes from all the other movies, um, and it really blurs the line because in the in the movie 
Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to divorce reality from the movie. What What do you mean? You're just now divorcing reality? <laughs> no, no, the no. The real story. <laughs> and just imagine that they just had this mission. Paul Walker and him, they've been saving the world for decades now. And Paul Walker says, I want to be a dad. And I want to, you know, kind of just do a dad thing. And they're like, yeah, cool. Sure. Well, you don't want to do this anymore either because hopefully the world doesn't end anymore and we don't have to do this. And uh, Vin Diesel just leaves and drives off. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Bye, Dom. If you take the reality and the symbolism out of it, suddenly you're left with just an ending that doesn't make a lick of sense. Well, they they very clearly had to just make it work. And yeah. it, I think it, it does work for what it was. Um, totally agree. It's schmaltzy and it's really, really on the nose. But I think for, you know, for the franchise, for what they had to deal with, I think it works. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's it's the franchise that you could get away with it in i I will accept it yes all right let's let's fast forward here to fast six which i rank as my number one um not even close yep and mike ranked at number five and brian ranked at number four Mm -hmm. i think this is the epitome of the fast franchise and i'll say it's because i don't find fast five uh any any better than any of the other ones, honestly. I don't see the big hype around it. We'll talk about that in a second. But Furious 6, I think, is the first one that offers me a villain that's interesting, which is uh, Owen Shaw. And mm-hmm. I think uh, Owen Shaw is great. It gives yep. me just enough of the ridiculousness with like the little F1 cars that can like send other cars flying that I was like, okay, I buy into that, whatever. And it... Uh, it just it worked for me because I think the humor was good. I think the rock is actually pretty good in it. Oh, um, so good. That's the first. No, second one with the rock. Second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are issues that I have with the very beginning of this movie where they think because they in Furious Fi- or Fast Five they walk away with eleven million dollars each, and we're supposed to believe that eleven million dollars. <laughs> I love that. Eleven million dollars is enough for Tyrese to have a jet and supercars, which whatever. Yeah. I was um, gonna say he's already spent it at this point. Yeah, he's living off a of credit, but it also uh, has one of the best uh, one of the best lines in these movies. And I don't know if anybody else caught how ridiculous oh, this yes. is. Oh, yes. Well, no, I don't know. I think we will be doing something different here. Uh, Brian's talking to Mia because Mia's no longer because Mia's a, a woman. She serves no purpose other than to give birth to kids and watch kids. <laughs> and which she's uh, very bad at. Yeah. And so Paul Walker's calling her and he says, hey. Do me a favor and kiss Jack goodnight for me, okay? okay. No dad has ever said that Dude. to his wife and the mother of his child. I say kiss the kids goodnight for me. I, if I'm I do. Too. Do me a favor. I, I do too. Do me a favor and kiss Jack goodnight for me. It's you so weird. You bastard. It's so you weird. You wouldn't have someone give your kids a kiss goodnight. Oh, I wouldn't make it I'm seem Charles. like I, I can't <laughs> kiss any kid or through my wife or whatever it is. No, the whole like, hey, do me a favor. Kiss my kid goodnight for me, okay? And also, so you can weird. eat shit. Yeah. Um, but no, my my favorite line of dialogue in the whole series is okay. in F6. What is or it? P- Fast 6 or whatever. Well, Fast and Furious 6. Jesus, yeah. the titles are confusing. Yeah, they are. Um, there is a point in the sixth movie, and it perfectly encapsulates uh, if this franchise is going to work for you or not. Um, they're like Letty is getting blown across a bridge after being thrown from a tank. <laughs> they collide in midair, which and is dumb. Absolutely lands bananas. on a car with them at like a hundred miles an hour. They're unscratched. And Letty says to Dom, 
uh, like 10 minutes later, how did you know that the car would be there to break our fall? And Dom goes, I didn't. Some things you just have to take on faith. And it <laughs> is amazing. Like, how do you get better than that? Yeah, it's oh, ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Uh, real <laughs> quickly, <is> Brian, <laughs> I'll have you share your thoughts. But real quickly, I just want to mention Joe Taslam's in this, and he's fantastic. Oh, yes. um, but again, the fact that anybody on this in this cast can beat him up is an insult to my intelligence. <laughs> well, there's uh, a fun fight scene where just Tyrese and Sung Kang. Oh, are just, God, so great. Yeah. They just get their asses handed each to other them. off. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, they're, uh, Gal Gadot, who we have not mentioned until now, yeah. um, if factors heavily into five and six, she uh, continues to only be used as a hot girl who gets <laughs> guys because she's hot. I believe and in both movies, she's just like, you used forget for... they're just men and then does yeah. something sexy. Yeah, it's so unbelievable. And Tyrese, of course, always has thoughts. Ludacris has thoughts because, you know, she gets the handprint. She she willingly sets herself up for sexual assault, basically. And somehow a handprint is left. On I know. Her and Ugh. and and all Tyrese and Ludacris can say is like, did you bang him? You know, it's like, <laughs> come on, guys. Uh and then the tank, I like the tank. Um, I thought that was pretty great. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Uh, That's a great, uh, great one. Yeah. I will say the, uh, okay, Brian, quick thoughts. I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot. No, no, no. Because I, I agree with everything you just said. And I, I think maybe as like a, a leading into the next one, uh, the last one, it's on par with the last one or the mm. the first one that's mm -hmm. my thoughts it, it's, like, yeah it's fine but we have to mention the 35 plus mile uh oh that's right yes runway yeah so the the end of this movie um they are trying to take down a uh the world's biggest plane uh i think i think tyrese hilariously calls it a planet um <laughs> that's not a plane that's a planet okay tyrese <laughs> Good job, buddy. Um, and so, yeah, they, they're going down the runway, but the scene's like 20 minutes long, which if they're going like 100 miles an hour, what did you say, Brent? Or Mike, you said that somebody, yeah, someone, somebody figured it out and it was like 33 or 35 miles long. Wow. And the world's <laughs> longest runway is only like three. So they were either turning and we never knew it, or it's just the longest runway that any country has ever seen and it spans <laughs> multiple you know cities cities or whatever <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous um and also quickly this is the uh this is the film where letty comes back to life um yep. she's killed in f not f4 jesus uh fast and furious mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh she's gone from fast five it's a big part of it because vin finds love um and then this is the movie where they get the picture of letty and Vin shows it to Elena and Elena's like, I'll see myself out even though I'm pregnant. There's a super cut online of nobody ever reacting yeah, I saw to the that photo. Too. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, they're all just like no selling it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> amazing. And uh, the whole point of the movie is that Letty has zero memories because she looks at the picture and says, like, oh, that's not me, whatever. Yeah. Um, not literally, that's not me, but that, whoever that was, I'm no longer her. But by the end of it, She's sitting on Dom's lap and kissing him. Yep. Why? How? Yeah, she is. <laughs> because, dude, just Cause... roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, we got to say, uh, Giselle dying to further the 
plot of Han is oh, yeah. an insult to Gal Gadot, and uh, I always hate seeing women get. She'll fridged. come back before the end. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure she will. Yeah, I mean, if Owen Shaw can survive what he can survive, she just like fell off of a moving car. Like it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, and Han survived, and everybody survives. Yeah. So let's talk about Fast Five. It's the number one movie by uh, Longshot. You uh, you both ranked it number one, I believe. Yes, I did. Indeed. Um, I ranked it at number two. So okay. uh, here's my thing. Everybody talked about how great this movie was, and I never saw it before this week. And I got to tell you, I don't get it. Um, I I think the a heist movie, in theory, is fantastic, but you have to give me uh like meaningful plot points so the, just quickly the the point of this movie is um the the guys come together they're going to pull off a robbery of a drug dealer going to get like 100 million dollars and the way they're going to do it is they're going to break into a police station because the drug dealer keeps selling the police station and there is a, probably an hour of this movie 45 minutes to an hour where they are getting cars they're doing all this like they have to evade the cameras. They have to, you know, yeah, everybody takes the a planning turn. stages. Yes. Except at the end, they say, oh, no, forget that. We're just going to drive through the wall and pull it out of the wall ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you can't give me a heist movie but where all the planning is this. But but none of that. Every, all of that. All of the we need a special type of car. We need a, a car that yeah. can be seen on cameras. All that's for nothing. It's a full Ocean's 12. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I really love Fast Five. But it is the it's where they completely like upended what the franchise was. And at the time it was like, wow, this is completely new. This is not like any Fast and Furious movie before. Yes, there's cars and, and crazy stuff, but now they're doing heists. And like many franchises at that time, they were just inserting the rock and hoping that that stuck. And for some reason, it just worked in this case. Because the rock Um, doesn't have to act well. Right. He just has to be that ultra macho 80s action hero. Yeah. Um, And he's great at it. So I I just really like all the elements. I think all the elements really work. And that chase at the end, the safe chase is awesome. It's so good. That's pretty cool. Except uh, well, okay. So I know that the twist is they needed both cars because they put the the actual vault on a truck and they had the the fake vault, which you can just call overnight a fake vault, by the way. Didn't know that could happen. <laughs> yes, it can. But, <laughs> but uh, there's a point in the movie where I, I was already pissed that they gave me the bait and switch with the heist. <laughs> and then they sit there and they they get two cars. And then at the end, Dom's like, Brian, you go ahead. And they're like, Dom, don't. There's too many guys. You won't survive. Blah, blah, blah. This happens in all the movies, by the way. All the movies. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he inevitably goes, ends up in a car wreck where you're like, man, 13 people would have died yeah. uh, already at this point. Yeah. But and Dom so and they're like, Dom, it's too many. You can't. You're not going to do it. And he's got the they've been carrying the the thing with two cars, um, which is already ridiculous. But then it's just one car. It's one charger and uh, souped up charger. And he's got the vault and he's on a bridge and he's literally got like a dozen or more bad guy cars in front of him. And he just goes and they said, you can't do it. It's too many. And he just goes and he wrecks every single car <laughs> as if he was planning this all along. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Vin, buddy, you got to give Dom some hardship, man. That's what they do. They improvise, man. Yes, they do. <sighs> 
Improvise, adapt, overcome. The yeah. amount of size. Anyway, <laughs> so many size. Um, also, we're supposed to root for the criminals, whatever, but they kill so many civilians. Oh, yeah. Never <sighs> in this do franchise they? are they aware or do they even give a shit about civilians? No. no. And that is another thing that I just love about it. They're like, who cares? <laughs> Let's drive this safe around Brazil. And by the way, they really did this. I know, wrecked I know a bunch of shit in brazil and it's amazing like <laughs> thank you thank you for doing that thank you impoverished country for letting exactly. us wreck it for entertainment um <laughs> brian do you have any thoughts before we wrap up um i agree that the one before this um you know, I I said before it kind of starts to set the tone for what this is going to be, but this is where yeah the the pedal the pedal hits the metal, yeah, um, and I I it's it's fun, it's incredibly incredibly fun, um, yeah, it's I'm not gonna say it's it's a perfect example of of this genre, but it is, man, it's darn close, yeah, yeah, it's better than most of the rest. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> okay, fine. So I want to, before we say bye, I want to give my overall thoughts. Having binged all these movies, it really, like my brain is mush. And there are some things I just have to get off my chest really quickly. <laughs> um, in the first movie, they say they will need a 10 second car. Yeah. Right. 10 seconds yeah. is the, the good amount of time it takes to drive a quarter mile. Mm -hmm. So why is every quarter mile race five minutes long? <laughs> it's not that kind of movie kid <laughs> um the franchise like i said is part of the ncis of movies groups of beautiful agents with different skills skills solving the case of a week uh really well-lit command center with all state-of-the-art uh stuff they yep. all talk and make jokes uh all lowest common denominator jokes uh you know tyrese eats lots of candy ha 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 um <laughs> You, it's it's the perfect show or it's the perfect movie if you just like shows that you don't have to pay attention to and you can watch them out of order um and it's shot like a tv show so that's they're just fun man okay yeah uh and and here's what i'll say about this the male gaze is oh, so present. disgusting um every woman in this is treated as a sex object first and then a somewhat capable human second except for letty who is both yes true <laughs> i i have respect for michelle rodriguez because she She's does great. she clearly is like i'm not don't put me in fucking booty shorts yeah um yes and then uh how do these people make money and where do they, they make, get all this gear don't worry about it okay they sell Last dvd players mind. in cool. the first one cool <laughs> uh another thing another part about this we mentioned it Roman Tyrese is terrible mm -hmm. at everything. He yes. gets beat up. He can't drive very well. He doesn't shoot well. Why do they keep him around? Well, he does towards the end. He just starts, everybody starts to gain abilities. Like they're taking self-defense like classes up. and shooting. Yeah. yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know why they keep him around because his jokes are also terrible. Yeah. Oh, they're, yeah, they're very bad, but I don't think they want to kill him for some reason. So he's just Because Tyrese be would be like, you oh know, yeah, he's out of money. To make every single yeah. one of these movies. And and last but not least, no one ever wears seatbelts. Nope. Nope. And Ooh. they survive every major wreck. If you are inside of a car, you are safe. Yeah. Like th there are moments uh in F I guess it's F9. Is that the one where the it's F Yeah, it's Jacob. Uh where Dom is driving the uh semi truck. Mm-hmm. 
and he chooses to blow up the front of the semi truck so that it can roll down a hill. And he's literally, as it's rolling, walking down the semi truck, the lengthwise yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 corrects it and and lands on all the wheels and drives off. Yeah, yes. there are moments where he drives himself and another person off a mountain and survives or you know there are countless moments put a seatbelt like, on guys you, yeah you know. it doesn't matter they're gonna live they're you gonna know why he doesn't wear a seatbelt because the seatbelt would cover up his dumb cross <laughs> that dumb dumb cross that apparently they were giving away for like five for a dollar because jack toretto had one <laughs> jacob had one <laughs> so gaudy and so terrible <laughs> Uh, I, love I love it. it. One, at one point, they're like, it's like a $20 cross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's a tracking device in the eighth one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yes, with the is. light blinking, like she wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this? Never mind. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Why is your cross blinking, Dom? Um, <sighs> it's bad enough you don't wear sleeves, but yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, a, lot of, a lot of people like to compare fast and the furious with mission impossible because oh god they're oh both long running action franchises that started rel relatively small in comparison to where they've evolved and both like they have this number one goal uh to wow and entertain audiences they just have very different mandates to do so like yeah. mission wants to do everything as practically as possible the stakes are always taken very seriously the characters are always taken very seriously but they ultimately they want the same thing they want the experience to be like nothing else and bigger every time and somehow still you know mission wants to still feel real and grounded where the fast franchise just their goal is to entertain at all costs yes and just screw reality screw physics screw taking characters seriously is this over top and you know entertaining then let's do it um, who cares if it feels real? Let's just go for broke. And that's just kind of where they differ. Like one's going to be like, we're going to do this as, as seriously and practically as possible. And one's just like, let's just have fun and throw colorful characters and toxic masculinity all over the place. And this smorgasbord of unrealistic action orgy shit that's going on. It's just, it's Could not have said the, it better. The, yeah. It's what the eighties sent us it's the road that they sent us down you know <laughs> yeah, yeah blame blame our grandparents or blame our, <laughs> blame our parents but um i uh here's what i'll say fast and furious is like the mission impossible franchise's younger brother who huffed paint um <laughs> it's the jacob toretto of <laughs> it's it's yeah it's it's so dumb um yeah <sighs> we're done i mean i get why you hate it but those are the reasons i love it yeah Do you know what i mean I, I i'll say this too it might seem like i came into this wanting to hate it and i really did but i also i i did kind of want to be pleasantly surprised because i hear nothing but good things from people i respect and i'll tell you what man i just i can't i can't buy in i just can't you got to say this much though there is no other franchise like it no that's well Except for Mission Impossible, which does this and more and but better. But that's it's not like it. it yeah. It's nothing it wants, like it because they this started wants to be Mission Impossible. It started like Cars, Girls, Muscles, and all that stuff. It's and still it's Cars, accumulated. Girls, muscles. Yeah, it is still that. It keeps that in every movie, but it's it's accumulated so much between the espionage and like family and giant egos offset and just this complete disconnect from reality. It just has has grown into this behemoth, this monster that you're just like, there's nothing else like this. Yeah. Yeah. 
And well, I'm glad there's only one. I'll say that much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you for, for talking about this. Uh, I, I hate you for making me watch the movies. Let's go see fast X guys. There I don't want go. to, I don't want to <laughs> come on, Jason Momoa. I, I will say Jason Momoa petting guns is, is licking blades. Oh, oh, he looks boy. like he gets it too. Yeah. The villains he are having a blast it, yes. in these movies. Um, and for they're sure. not going to kill them. They're just going to make them a part of the team. Another <laughs> great thing about this movie, these franchise. <laughs> I, 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 I can't, I, we could talk again. I could talk about this for hours, but the fact that Vin Diesel on the red carpet for this new one said, Oh, we're not ending it next time. Just kidding. We're oh. going to do two. Yeah, <laughs> like, the studio will... wants three, <laughs> three, a trilogy of finale oh. films. Do oh my know? God. Yeah. Uh, you wonder. I, I, you wonder if they even said that. If if he's just like, no, nah, I'm not done yet. <laughs> of course they didn't say that. And he's spending like 350 million. Anyway, whatever. It'll All right, guys. It. Thank you so much. We will talk yes. soon. Um, I guess live life a quarter mile at a time, folks. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>